Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle in Stormwind, I chat through a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. Today's subject is going to be going over WoW news and... or not WoW news as a whole, more WoW news specifically aimed at Shadowlands and the release of Shadowlands and my thoughts on it. So... It's kind of the news episode, but, you know, a little bit thrown in here and there. So, anyway, I've lost my track of thought now, because that is not what the title was. That's not what I got down on my sheet, but I sort of improvised there a bit, as you can tell. So, Shadowlands. What is new with uh, how the game launched, uh, my thoughts on the game's launch, and everything around it? Now, Shadowlands launched on the 24th, 23rd for some people uh, in America and in Great Britain. It released on the 23rd, just in Great Britain, I might add. But in Europe and to the right of the world, if you're looking at a map, it released on the 24th at various different times. Uh, that Them times were just or told... Or were said by me in my previous episode, I believe. So, uh, if you ever want to, you can go back and check that one out. But, basically, the global launch for myself and everyone that I know was very, very smooth. There were very few hitches or glitches, bugs, anything at all. I honestly can't remember anything that bugged out when going through my like entire intro storyline, it was very smooth. There might have been a bit of server lag here and there, but if there was, it was a very minuscule, like there was absolutely nothing, and it was the best launch that I've ever, like, been a part of anyway. Well, me personally, I've been through... Not Wrath of the Lich King launch. I went through Cataclysm launch, Mr. Pandaria, uh, Legion... Battle of Azeroth, and now Shadowlands. Why did it take me so long to remember everything? Or like all of the expansions from WoW. So five expansions I have been a part of the release. Or the global launch of that expansion. Now, there were obviously some glitches and hitches and problems on some servers, many servers, but... These are the big ones, really. So, basically, some servers had five-hour queue times. Now, this uh, the last time we saw something like this was when Classic launched. So, when Classic launched, many people had a few hours, like, queue time and everything. It took them forever to get into the game. They would honestly start stream. Some people would stream, go to log in, and then, like, go to bed or something whilst playing, some, like, a video on the stream, and they'd literally sleep, wake up, they'd set a timer for like three hours, wake up, and they'll be in the game and can play the game. So it's really like something. But we're getting a bit off topic then. Some servers did have five-hour queue times, and this is really bad. These are the full pop servers. Uh, there is a list of them that weren't going up, but you can probably find that on the WoW News. I don't have a list of these servers here, I do know that it was about 10 to 15 servers that were not doing good, we'll say. 
These are usually the same culprits at every expansion. There are a few culprits that have this come up multiple times that they are the same servers with the same like population and stuff. So it does make sense. Now, this set is fine because I log in a bit before the expansion. I'm on a lowish pop server, to be honest, on retail. I still log in like an hour before, pretty much. Now, some people do the same. Some people don't and risk it. Enter world at 11pm, it would get to 70% of the loading screen and then it would kick them out and they'd have to go through that five hour queue. Now that's where I start to draw the line and get annoyed at that point. Like if it's a five hour queue but you weren't in the game already, you can kind of understand it's like, oh I missed my opportunity, I'll just have to wait either the five hour queue or I'll just come back tomorrow or something. But if you're in the main menu... You press enter and you get kicked out and after waiting that queue, that's annoying. It's like being at the front and then the bouncer's sort of taking you out and then it's like, oh, well, now that you're out of the line, you've got to go to the back, bud. Yeah, sorry about that. Nothing we could do. Yeah, we can't let you in. It's a real kick in the balls, not going to lie. So, again, these are the same servers that had these sort of problems. It's a, a massive problem when everyone's trying to swarm in and swarm onto the game at one like time, especially into one place, one city, everything like that. Like there's so much that your computer has to process that sometimes it just can't and it will crash. It'll be like, yeah, no, you ain't doing this today, bud. You ain't doing it tonight. Try again tomorrow and it might be a bit easier. And you had the common issue of a black menu screen, like it's just a black menu. So no characters on the right, nothing in the background you just had your enter world your like little rotating character your pick a realm create character stuff like that so it makes you think that you've lost everything and you've lost all your characters when you probably haven't but you know there's that slight chance that you you're gonna have to message blizzard and be like yo can i get my characters back but there is that slight chance and that gives people heart attacks and you can't fix it really I think you have to just wait an extremely long time or you have to back out and re-enter. Like, wow. And obviously this is a problem for the people who had the queue times. So in-game there was, uh, on these servers as well, these are very high-pop servers. You cannot necessarily do much on them. I like I like high-pop servers. You get the interaction, it's always hustle-bustle, it feels like an actual city when you're in a city, like, you can really sort of, it's a whole different world if you go from, like, a low-pop server to a high-pop server, that's that's the way we'll leave it, but in-game, there was massive lag, server lag, I mean, it's obviously going to be a common thing with every expansion, I remember in... Le no, it might not have been Legion, actually. I think it was more um, Warlords of Draenor expansion, where it was very severely, like, laggy, the servers, and I really did feel it. I th I had one expansion that was really bad in terms of, an, like, a global launch, and the server lag was just unplayable. And I'm on a low-pop server, so 
that's going to tell you something. But there was loads of lag on some servers or some like phases. If you were in a group with someone, you would actually not be phased in the same um, layer. So layers within World of Warcraft are basically you can be on the same realm, but you can be in a different layer with people from other realms. This is to stop big realms and full realms being too cluttered and it can spread out the players evenly so that the servers aren't blowing up. It, that's kind of an easy way to describe it. But if you're in a group, you're meant to be phased into the same uh, layer so that you can obviously play together, have fun, and go through the expansion like with a friend or with a group, etc. Some people are not getting phased properly, and that is another problem of the expansion launch. And people who are actually crazy enough to get to max level on the day of the release of the expansion, then people are absolutely crazy, first of all, and are madmen because... Play the game how you like, but that is not how I would want to play the game. Like, I'm all for fast levelling, but that is absolutely ludicrous. You're going to miss out so many things. Or, like, you're just not taking it all in, the scenery and everything that's been put into this. But, again, getting a little bit off topic. Some people who were reached max level on the actual launch day, they couldn't pick a Covenant. Now, this is a big thing, because Covenants are the like the main goal at the end of your leveling journey they are what you're going to be spending your most time in and doing stuff for you're going to be spending a load of time in your covenant halls you're going to be doing a lot for your covenants you're going to be doing the covenant campaign you can do your mission tables you're going to do absolutely everything and people just straight up didn't like have a covenant as they hit max level they just couldn't pick anything so i'm not too sure if they had to wait or if they had they or i'm not i can't get my words out i say that i'm not sure they would have had to wait for a hot fix so that they could have proceeded with their covenant and carry on playing world of warcraft pretty much now i say carry on playing world of warcraft because that is where it kind of carries on like we're sort of story-driven within Shadowlands. So you go from one zone to the next, to the next, to the next, in this very, I want to say linear, because it is a very linear storyline. Like, you have to do these storyline quests with your first character. But I want to say non-linear as well, because there's loads of side quests and stuff to keep you entertained as you go through. So you don't have to just focus on this one thing, and that's the only thing you get to focus on. But... Again, going a little bit off topic, this is a big problem because it was the end game that people were promised and they couldn't do it at the release. So it was hot fixed quite fit. It was hot fixed quite quickly, I do believe. But still, for people to get to 60 and be like, well, what do I do now? It is kind of, it's a funny thought, we'll say. And with all of these uh, things happening with the global launch, what Blizzard have actually done is what they did with Classic. They have uh, opened up free character transfers on certain realms. Now, with Classic, this was introduced in Phase 2 when PvP came out, where there was an imbalance of Horde and Alliance, and most of the Alliance or the Horde 
would switch to a different realm so that they could actually play the game and experience the game. Like, there were some realms that had 99% Horde, 1% Alliance, and it's absolutely ridiculous. But I'm not sure what they're going to do in terms of the character transfers in retail. I would like to think after a certain number of people leave, they would lock it so that it wouldn't become that sort of imbalance and it would make it a lot easier to like phase people and everything like that. So this could go very wrong if there's just a massive influx or outflux of um, people from certain realms. But I do believe that giving people the choice to do so during the launch is probably the best call because otherwise people go to the forums and people start crying about like, oh my God, I still can't log in. It's been a week since Shadowlands launch. This is ridiculous. I demand a refund, Blizz, everything like that. You know the drill. You know what the forums are like. It's an absolute shit show for the most part. But in all honesty, I have to hand it to Blizzard. Shadowlands launch was quite smooth. There were several to teens, like, uh, realms going up and down, having their problems. But most of, I'd say about 95% of the realms and stuff, they were perfect. I No problems whatsoever. But you'd expect for Blizzard to really clean up the act with these servers, in all honesty. Now, these servers are constant culprits of a global launch and this isn't the first time that they have been sort of sidelined for a global launch and it's like yeah we'll get around to sorting out these massive servers later like they just don't get looked at it's always okay these servers will be fine 95 percent of the servers will be fine so we don't need to do anything that kind of mentality i feel but again it is Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. It's smooth on my part, but you can't say it's perfect. For everyone because that's what we kind of demand of Blizzard with these launches now. You kind of want everyone to have that perfect and smooth launch. I mean if I couldn't log on to WoW for five hours on a launch day I'd be livid but because it's like I never got any sort of problems going through my levelling that night I don't really care and that's the selfish part of me but if it was the other way around, I would be absolutely livid and I would be cursing Blizzard left, right and centre. But, again, my experience with Shadowlands at the moment, it's been out for 10 days now. Or technically 11 days, 
but there was only one hour on that 11th day, so we'll go with 10. You know, I just need, it's for my OCD almost, I need to, I need you guys to make sure that you know I know it's 11 days. I'm, I'm going through that in my head now. I'm, I'm going off topic. Shadowlands is very fun. It was a very fun for me, the experience going through the levelling, absolutely so enjoyable. Now, I have hit max level on my main, which is the Druid, and obviously I picked uh, Ardenwild, Night Fate, as my Covenant. And I couldn't be happier with the choice of Covenant that I have, the abilities, everything that you can do within your Covenant, the World Quest feel. They're very varied in terms of what World Quest you are doing daily, you always get some progress towards something. Again, this is like Artifact Power. This is like Azerite. Like, you're putting it into something. But I feel as if you're going to get a lot more out of the Anima, like, which is the currency, this expansion, than you would have for your Artifact... Or not Artifact Power. Artifact Power was really meaningful. And I really did like Artifact Power. Azerite was the one that kind of... You didn't see your progress... And it sort of felt meaningless, like, doing all of this thing, these things. But the experience going through levelling, let's, you know, jump back a bit. The levelling experience, just the storyline alone, was absolutely phenomenal. Now, they went a bit... They went a bit crazy in Battle for Azeroth. So you had three zones, and each zone had their own different, like, quest line. To go through and it all had to fit into this one narrative whereas shadowlands is one it's a very smooth quest line you jump from one place to the next to the next to the next and it all links in so perfectly you know everything that's happening you've seen it firsthand the cinematics the little cutscenes, the read the writing on the like quests that you get it's absolutely phenomenal just the lore behind all of the places as well, what's happening, you figure out so much things, and again, because I'm a massive lore nerd, I love reading the quests in all honesty, I don't like reading at all, like not in anything in real life, comics, like newspapers, books, don't like reading any of that, I will read WoW quests every time, Every quest, like, within a new expansion, I will read every time because there's always something behind the quest. It explains why you're doing this, what's happening in this, like, grove that you're trying to defend, in this, like, like bastion place that has been corrupted, stuff like that. It's so fun to read the quest and it gives you the purpose of why you're doing this, if that makes sense. So, my final thoughts on Shadowlands and... The launch as a whole. Honestly, thank God. And thank God that Shadowlands, uh, for the first week, week and a half anyway, it's looking so good. It's an absolute blessing compared to Battle for Azeroth. Now, don't get me wrong. Battle for Azeroth was good in ways. But the storyline is what makes it for me in Shadowlands. The PvP especially is what makes it for me. And with them bringing it back in Shadowlands, like the PvP, it makes it so much better. There's classes that can burst. 
There's a, a lot of survival tools as well. It's not like you're going 20 minutes in a 1v1 and no one's dying. It's uh, you're having a minute fight, a real minute scrap with this person. A minute's actually quite, you know, lucky. Um, and uh, it's just so bursty. And uh, I've one shot so many people as well with my Covenant ability. And it's just so much fun. I've been one shot by multiple Covenant abilities as well. I've been... I went into a battleground where there was a rogue, Kyrian or something, and I just got one shot every time. He hit me for like 10k with his Covenant ability, and then like 20 crits. And I just sat there like, oh my god, I can't kill this guy. But I came up against him about eight, nine times. He would always get the opener on me in stealth, and after the fifth or sixth time of getting one shot by him, I knew where he was. I knew his sort of... I ideas on what he wanted to do and I knew if he was around and I knew how to outplay it at that point so it makes it really fun and engaging that pvp and that's what it's brim and that's what it's brought back from bfa because it's just so longevity where it's like you have to adapt so quickly and be on your feet all the time like in shadowlands pvp that it makes it fun it really gives it some life and the Covenant abilities just give it that little bit extra. Because you know what a priest has. You know a priest has, like... You know what a Shadow Priest has. You know what... Like, a priest... Shadow Priest has Vampiric Touch, Devour and Plague, Mind Blast, Mind Flay. But you don't know their Covenant. I mean, they're most likely Venthyr, but you don't know their Covenant for sure. So they could come out with a random, like, curveball. And you might not be ready for it. So you've got to adapt again. And it's just... I'm going to get into a massive, like, I'm, I just can't. With the PvP, it's amazing, and I love what Blizzard have done with the PvP especially. But the PvE as well. The Mythics I'm enjoying with friends, and you've got Castle Nathria out next week. Not even next week, actually. In four days, uh, the Arena and Castle Nathria, the first raid, come out in Shadowlands, and I will be looking to do that on the Friday of next week. And that'll be great fun. That'll be the first actual, like, retail raid that I've ever done. And it's going to be with uh, my guildies. And uh, it's I'm just going to love it. I'm just going to love it. And honestly, yeah, my thoughts on it is thank God. Because BFA was meh. Legion was amazing. And that's why BFA kind of went downhill a bit. And Shadowlands is on... The level of Legion, like Legion release, and I, I still remember the Legion release where you assault the Broken Isles. You see Tyrion Fordring getting, like, a uh, spoiler alert by the way. You see Tyrion Fordring getting like dipped into this green acid to die, and you get see the Varian die, and ah, oh, there was so much that happened in Legion pre-patch and this. Or not pre-patch, like global launch. There was so much that happened in BFA launch. But they're two completely different things. Like two completely different expansions. And Shadowlands is definitely on the more Legion side of things. It is so amazing at the moment. And I just can't stop playing it. In all honesty. I'm, I'm probably literally going to hop on straight after I've done like recording this. Because it's just so much fun. There's so much to do. And I want to do it all. I want to grab all the cosmetics. I want to go farm some mounts. I want to go do my Covenant campaign. I want to go do Torghast. 
Didn't even touch on Torghast. Honestly, that thing is amazing. I had to, like, anima power. Increase the size of my, like, boomkin by 100%. I'm just a giant boomkin, and how amazing is that? Who wouldn't want to be a giant boomkin? Like, it's just... Oh, there's so many good things about Shadowlands, and I just... I can't wait to see what they will bring out within the expansion to just make it better. Because no matter what, this is going to be... I have a feeling that this will be better than BFA. I don't want to jinx it, but I want this on the Legion sort of level of an expansion. And that's, from what I see, what we're going to get at the moment. But I'm going to stop ranting because I can go on about Shadowlands forever. I've still got Torghast to go on about. I could talk about PvP for years at this point because I've just been having so much fun in Battlegrounds for some reason. But... Again, I literally just went off in a tangent. I will stop talking for this week. I want to direct your attention to the Pig and Whistle website. Everything can be found on there. So please go check it out. It is amazing still and absolutely love it. You can get all the podcasts on there. You can get a link to the Patreon and everything. So please do check it out. You can see why I want to do these podcasts and to provide content for you guys. So thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm so grateful for all of you to be here. And uh, yeah, go and enjoy Shadowlands, guys. I really just recommend it. It's so much fun. Thank you all very much for listening. Go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all.